Hey everyone, Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! What's up, all you rockers, rockets, and everything in between? You have stumbled into a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. We are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen, one track at a time. I am your co-host, Mark Kamire. Uh Joining me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, does uh, your throat hurt as much as I do because... Uh, have you been screaming all weekend? I have not uh, been screaming all weekend, but I understand you have been. I've seen uh, quite a lot of pictures on your social media. Uh, you were back on stage this weekend, weren't you? I was. I was part of a uh, two tribute shows. One was uh, was a tribute to the the emo rock scene of the early aughts, and and is also a tribute to this uh, upcoming Las Vegas show called When We Were Young, a big festival with all of those. Uh, early aughts emo bands, as well as a few other uh, modern-day metal bands. We gave them all a tribute on Friday, and then just last night, we did our Grunge Night 7. Uh, the uh, Some buddies of mine, the Ivans, put on these shows where we tribute the grunge era, and uh, last night, though, we tributed post-grunge. So you got bands like Breaking Benjamin and Tantric and Stained and even uh, some some other metal bands of that era, sort of post-grunge, however you want to think of that. Uh, and it went really super well, but I did a lot of screaming over the weekend. So uh, it, if, if I sound a little rough tonight, it shows, and that's why. Well, I got to tell you, you're going to be screaming more, my friend, because we have tonight uh, quite possibly our two uh, favorite uh, all-time guests. Uh, they're, they're certainly in the top five, uh, that's for sure. Both agreed to come on together to finish off All-Star August here. So uh, I'll, I'll leave it up to you, Mark, the master of the intro, to introduce our guests here this evening. Coming in hot, we have the actual rock historian himself. That's right. He legitimizes our podcast and what we do here. <laughs> the Sir Eric Sinich. What's up, <laughs> I Eric? Love it. I've been knighted. I have been knighted. <laughs> Mark, Corey. What's going on, guys? It's great to be back, man. This is uh, wow. this is this is an honor. This is an honor. I really shouldn't be here. I have to thank my my man Sean from Sean Geek Podcast who urged me or urged you guys to have me on. Right? That's right. Because well, although you did make it to the second round of voting, you lost horribly to our next guest, Mark. Take it away. <laughs> That's right. Uh, unfortunately, uh, your knighthood just could not withstand the overwhelming power of popularity. The queen. The queen. The, <laughs> the Van Halen queen herself, Kelsey Van Halen. Kelsey, coming in uh, uh, under the weather, over the weather, however you want to describe <laughs> it. How you, how are you feeling? I'm good, and I'm honored to be here alongside Eric. Um, I was... I didn't know I was that popular, <laughs> so <laughs> I was excited to come back, and then everyone was like, yeah, get the hell back on this podcast, so I was like, all right, say less, I'll be there, <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> Kelsey, what was the song you had when you were on? I can't remember. Uh, Judgment Day. 
Oh, Judgment Day. I Amazing. Love Judgment. That's right. Oh, oh such God. a good I song. I love that song. Gets better with each passing year. Oh, yeah. Amen. Yep. Now, last week we had uh, Man on a Mission. Uh, I'm curious, uh, both Eric and Kelsey, how would you have voted if you had spun Man on a Mission? Let's start with Eric. Mm, yeah, I would I would still give it uh, the thumbs up on that one because the, the lyrics, as, as, you, as you guys so eloquently put it, uh, his, the lyrics aren't so hot, you know, it's not Sammy's best, <laughs> finest moment, but the, the music itself is just so good. And Eddie's Eddie's Eddie. And, um, so yeah, that the song, I, I would give it a thumbs up. I would say, I think you had said it, Corey, the music itself overrides the, the lack of oh, uh, yeah. lyrical strength on that one. hundred percent. Kelsey, how would you have voted? I would say the same thing. Um, I always tell people, uh, that, Eddie sounds good regardless, so I'm always down. You know what I mean? <laughs> By the way, go. is Cabo Wabo, a song that I picked and I got correctly. And then, you did. Corey, you, you son of a shot. bitch. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, you picked a song, was a few episodes ago. Yours was right. Feel Your Love Tonight, wasn't it? That's oh. correct, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So now it's up to Mark and Kelsey to call their shot here tonight. And, and, and what trying. they want to hear and to spin it, yeah. Mark, you've had rock luck, but before we do that, maybe know, we should get into true. the uh, get into the Twitter poll from last week and uh, go through some of the comments. Oh boy, that's true. We, uh, as you guys know from last week, we did the song "Man on a Mission," and uh, this one, the poll results, the rock and poll, as we call it, uh, staggering, a staggering result because only fifty seven percent won the dreams are made of category over the forty two point six percent the dream is over almost a fifty fifty split mm. that's crazy that's crazy to me because I don't know we we usually don't see that unless it's a very polarizing tune but uh Corey what what are people saying about this song in the tweets well polarizing is right the two of us voted what dreams are made of and of course the uh, Fast Freddy and Geek Boy, or whatever that uh, other guy called them, <laughs> uh, they they voted the dream is over. Uh, but both of you and I li uh, like the song. Like Eric said, you know the Eddie was fantastic. I thought on that track. But uh, some of the comments. Let's go to Jonathan P. Todd. Uh, he says, eh, "I love this tweet." In this episode, Mark Curry and two guests with horrible luck discuss Sammy Hagar, uh, who hair he conditions, singing about spatchcocking while on a mission to get fire crotch in Saskatchewan <laughs> or Manitoba. Hilarity ensues and two guitar solos. That is what dreams are made of. I thought that summed up the episode pretty well. And that is the tweet of the week. So congratulations. Yeah. And then afterwards, hey, he says, "Flesh, uh, blood and bone, baby. Flesh, blood and bone. That's right. I love that that site said uh, the splat play and bone, though. Uh, that was, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people didn't like that we went off on that tangent, but that's maybe the most fun I've had on the show was going off on that tangent. So wasn't uh, that no Todd who came up with that, though? Wasn't he the one that thought it was... Uh, well, it, it's actually on the lyric site. We go to with we were we oh, were going right, with right. A to Z lyrics, and it says yeah. uh, splay. Uh, I can't even remember what the fuck it said, but it was just it, we had no idea what the hell the phrase meant. Uh, yeah. and so we we did, we just kind of went off on that. And I know some people were mad it derailed the show, but uh, I had a, a fuck ton of fun talking about it. Uh, splat and bone, man. Yeah, play splat and bone. Yeah, that's gonna be in my next tattoo. <laughs> we're getting a t-shirt made up kevin brown from the tom petty project it's going to help us out with that uh jonathan uh, continues though i actually love this riff in the funky opening uh, which i agree i love both and the lyrics are not as bad as claimed i think if you did a podcast audit there is as much crap from Corey about david lee roth lyrics as sammy's and i said you're probably right i i i do tend to favor dave lyrics over sammy's uh, especially when it comes to 
uh, sexual innuendo. I think uh, Dave is more the master of the metaphor than, than Sammy is, but I've probably given Dave some crap on his lyrics as well. And it was really more, uh, I know I gave Sammy a lot of grief on that one, but it was more the the misprint on the lyric site we were going with. And uh, in that oh, issue. the misprint was so yeah. bad. That was so Sammy, bad. And look, Sammy's a pretty good Dave, lyricist. Dave, he has a yeah, couple of missteps, Dave, though. This was a misstep. It was it lyrically, yes. Uh, and look, Dave may have the better metaphors, but they're not all great metaphors. Oh God, <laughs> Let's no, just no, be he, completely real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, it is what it is. I uh, listen. I'll say it. I can. Sammy can sing the phone book. I don't. I don't. I don't give a shit what he's saying, man. That voice is too good. I, he can sing about whatever he wants. And still, yeah. to this day, killing it with Sammy in the circle. Oh. He can still sings. Yeah. Uh, Josh says oh, we, absolutely wretched lyrics. Heard better pros come out of a trailer park produced homebrewed porno flick in Bakersfield, and I ought to know. Wow. So Josh, not a fan. I ought to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Gene Hickey says, Ohio or California? I may have seen that one too. <laughs> Wretched lyrics. Wretched Oof. lyrics. Uh, Gene uh, goes on to say, well, it's not top tier. I do still like the song, but I can't say that with 100% certainty because the only thing I'm absolutely sure of right now is that I will not be eating chicken wings anytime soon. <laughs> Hashtag spatchcock. Hashtag spatchcock. Yep. <laughs> Thank you very much for that, Gene. Uh, our buddies at the Deep Purple Podcast said, while not a runaway what dreams are made of, of the worst I can think to say about it is it's a little generic and probably filler. Not enough for the dream to be over. Overall, a good track. And I think that's kind of where Mark and I uh, kind of fell on the side of it as well. Yeah, Mark, you brought up a great point. I think it was in that episode about just listening to Alex do what he does during the solos. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so cool. So yeah, it cool. is. It just it's. And I've uh, I, I've mentioned on the show before. I am more aware of Alex's presence now listening to Van Halen than I ever was uh, in in previous listens shall we say because yeah i wasn't big on alex as a drummer for a long time just because i I don't know i just wasn't paying attention i wasn't uh opening my mind to it and the more we keep doing the show the more he wins me over and it's amazing their most popular song of all time jump listen to what he's doing during the solo before the keyboard solo maybe we'll get to his guitar solo (laughs) one thing doing the show you really appreciate what alex does during eddie's solos and actually uh there was a tweet that the tom petty project uh show uh, pointed out to us uh th- i think the question was name a band whose you know sound is unrecognizable without the drummer and he said van halen would be in that conversation with like led zeppelin and, and all the others mm-hmm. and somebody piped up and said alex is totally totally replaceable it's eddie and michael that does the sound i'm like you don't listen to van halen because alex is absolutely <laughs> irreplaceable uh, as yeah. a component of van halen I was oh, yeah. going to say, I highly disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Respectively, you could not be more wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Hey, you don't have, hey, if you don't believe us, just ask some of the drummers, like some of the best drummers in the world who've talked about Alex, and they'll tell yeah. you. He's, he's the real deal. He's the shit. Yeah. 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 100%. I remember when I was setting up my drum kit, and I had a drum professional come over, and I was asking him about the intro to Hot for Teacher, and I played it for him. And he said, I don't understand how a human being can do that because he's doing like four different things at the same time. It's unreal. Yeah. Uh, Let's go back to the comments. Big Al. Damn, damn right. Uh, The Mighty Van Halen says, agreed, filler could be better. Killer groove, though. Absolutely. Uh, Kershaw, he can fast fret, uh, had to pipe in and say, they already know our opinion. What does everyone else have to say? And uh, Jeff says, you redeemed yourself after the one of you voting down in a simple rhyme, which was Todd. 
we should point out, voted down in a simple rhyme. I'm not wow. sure how that happened. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You guys mentioned that, didn't you? The, I can't remember down. what his reasons were, but yeah, he did. Not a fan of that track for some reason. You have to ask him next time you talk to him. Yeah, we were all. Yeah. When, when he uh, gave the down vote, we're all like, "What? Really? Like, Jesus. <laughs> just goes to show you, man. Call it's, him and it's, scold him. Yeah, everybody yeah. listens to these songs differently. Different. Uh, they get a different feeling each time. You know, each person who listens to it. You know, I, sure. I loved. I love Cabo Wabo, and I remember that episode. Some were saying, "No, thumbs down." Yeah, I could believe that. Ugh, but come on, opinions are like assholes, and some are more full of shit than others. No, uh, Greg Zito hey, says, uh, <laughs> "Well, I had to downvote this one mostly because of the lyrics. I do want to recognize Alex, who shines on this track with John Bottom like drums." I guess that is why they brought Andy Johns on to produce. And that's exactly why they brought on Andy Johns to produce, right? Because Alex was a big uh, John Bottom fan. He was yeah. looking for that sound. Yep. Good on you, Greg. <laughs> uh, Airhead3 says, fully own that some of my upvotes will be controversial. Uh, he upvoted, he says he's upvoted every single song we've done, which includes How Many Say I. Uh, he says he's Damn. happy to defend those two. Yeah. But he was not expecting this one to be one of them. Too much focus this episode on misheard. And yes, trite lyrics take away from great riffs. Soaring vocals, a catchy chorus, and great play. So yeah, we, we focused too much on the misheard lyrics, but again, we were mm. just having some fun. Uh, we all agree the, the riff was great. The vocals were soaring. The, the chorus was catchy. Uh, we all gave it overall a, a, a thumbs up. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes we go on uh, tangents. It's fine. It happens. We're, we're having fun with some buds over some whiskeys. It was all good. Exactly. Uh, Thrilla Art says, great track, and it definitely says flesh, blood, and bones. Yes, we know. It was just uh, A to Z lyrics uh, <laughs> <laughs> had a little misprint uh, on their lyrics. We're going to go to a different lyric site, I think, from now on, hopefully get more accurate lyrics. Yeah, which yeah. one was it again that you found that? Which, yeah, which a, a to Z lyrics. A to Z lyrics. Yeah. A to Z lyrics. Yeah, yeah okay. Which they're kind of wishy-washy on that, but uh, yeah. straight up Google had the correct ones. So. Yeah, flesh, blood, and bone. Uh, but definitely not as much fun as uh, play splat and bone. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Thrilla Art says, if I'm not mistaken, is this not the second time you've connected Sammy to chickens on some kind of kinky way? And you're exactly right. The <laughs> on the finish what you started, we mentioned that uh, Sammy was so backed up. Oh, you yeah. did. <laughs> uh, that's right. That that is just the 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 cries of a horny man in uh, finish yeah. what you started right there. But see, that's and there you go. And now we've just established the uh, the beautiful conspiracy of Sammy and Van Halen. It's all connected. All of it. All we'll find tied a, together. We'll, we'll, we'll find a way to connect uh, that song with uh, When It's Love, and uh, it's really going to blow your minds. <laughs> maybe Love Walks In is about chickens and not aliens. We'll have to, maybe we'll spin that tonight. I'm hoping so. Uh, our good buddy Tom says, Going in, I was leaning over, but the groove just caught my ear this morning. Next week, it might be different. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those tracks that, you know, might toe the line, right? Depends on how it hits you. I know yeah. uh, that that little uh, intro did it did, did it for the longest time always used to bug me, but it's grown on me as I've been getting older and crankier. I, I really dig that uh, intro to the song now. So that reminds me of Eddie's statement about how he, the way he sounds he it's like falling down the stairs and 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 landing on his feet. That's kind of that. Yeah. that's about right yeah. i love yeah. that man it, 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 it's it sounded like it sounded like a mistake at the beginning i was like "Ooh, that's a that's a choice but then he just like no i got it and yeah well it, it's yeah the, the i got a part is a ring yeah. he's like hey i'm here yeah let's go oh I'm, yeah i'm in now uh and david says wow not a great response so far i really like this track it's got groove and it does have groove I, i'm kind of surprised it that it was split 
uh, as close down the middle as it was. Uh, our good buddy Kevin Brown uh, from the Tom Petty Project says, Bang and Riff, great rhythm section. Most half-assed lyrics on the album. Love it. Brilliant episode, and the Sean Keek podcast boys were fantastic again. And then he posted a picture of Sammy. Uh, here, I'll, I'll show you guys if you can see it there. This place, flat and bone graphic. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a shirt. I yeah, want we're getting it. that on. Yeah, we're getting. Hey, that on yeah, I'll wear that. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, go to the uh, podcastwillrock.com. Look for the merch. It's on its way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, finally, finally, our friend Scott says, "Not one of my favorites, but the band saved it as always." Hundred percent agree. Don't let yep. Sammy's lack of thought in lyrics derail another show. And. Uh, I don't even apologize for derailing another show. I had a blast uh, talking with the boys about the misheard lyrics. I'm sorry we didn't get more into the music uh, or, or into a more uh, <laughs> uh, intellectual breakdown, but we were just having a, a blast. I'm sorry, Scott, but uh, that's the uh, comments from Man on a Mission. There it I is. loved it. So, I was laughing my ass off, yeah. man. It was so much fun. Yeah, I know. Like, like we we gotta have we gotta have fun on these shows if we're gonna keep talking about it. I mean, talking about Van Halen is fun, but come on, sometimes it's fun to uh, just go on a riff about you know bullshit like chickens, uh, misheard whatever, lyrics yeah. and chickens <laughs> and things of that nature. But uh, worth it, totally worth it. So, uh, with that being said, Corey, I think it's time that I ask the important questions. And the important question is always this: What do we want to manifest? on today's show eric kelsey you are the guests eric you have already mentioned that uh you have been manifesting something pretty hard but before we get to you kelsey you've just had a run-in with uh with the 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 medical field you're 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 not you're not as uh as sick as you thought you're okay you're here with us is there something very powerful, very, very power driven in the Van Halen sphere that you want to manifest in order to sort of give you that sort of up, up charge that you need to keep on going? Well, I was um, originally thinking uh, I, had, I had a few in mind. Um, the dream is over. I would love to hear. That's a great song. The way that song, song opens is the first time I heard that song, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, that's a great song. Girl Gone Bad, I would love to hear. That's that song I could talk about for hours. <laughs> I Alex on that song, Eddie on that song, David, like all, all of them. And then um, and then you just mentioned Love Walks In. I absolutely love that song. And I could go on forever about that song as well. So or somebody give me a doctor. That's that was like my <laughs> I think that was my um, second most played song this past year on my Spotify. So I'm always down for that one. Too. Classic. Well, that Classic. would be uh, a, a sweet touch of irony if that's the case. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who you you might get it. Uh, if and if so it Eric, is, Eddie's here. <laughs> yes, there there it is. You guys so got to check out. Maybe you've already heard it, but there was a guy who did a, a a classic solo instrumental version of "Love Walks In" on his guitar, and I put it up on right. VHNB. Yes, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it really showcases the the best of that song in that acoustic i love that yeah. performance it was great yeah yeah he did it for his son his son was moving out moving on with his life you know he's and the video shows all of the footage of him as a baby growing up and he's playing that song over it and it's really good yeah check it out vhnd.com free plug free plug there you go guys so with that being said eric what what is the mystery track that you are trying so hard to manifest that you are you're going to you're calling your shot once again you're you're one for one so far <laughs> all right i'm gonna make my manifestation proclamation <laughs> humans being 
Oh, now oh. you're talking. Now we're talking. Fire it up, boys. File it. I, let's let's do it. Spin that. I wheel. really hope I really hope you get it so you can explain the lyrics to me because I don't know if what you the get hell it, Sammy's talking I will, about. I'll Venmo you twenty bucks right now. Because <laughs> well, I don't know what something. kind of betting odds we have, yeah. but I need yours. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Listen, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling it. Although people doubt that this is, they still feel this is all pre-planned. I'm telling you, man. Oh. It is real. Yes. The wheel is real. The wheel is real. Yeah, we were gonna we were gonna drop that bit, but I'm glad you brought it back up because there it is. Because because if it happens, if it happens to spin the way that you are manifesting it, then we'll have a lot of explaining to do. But let me tell you something: if we land on humans being, it'll be an explosive show because that is exactly the track that I want. That is absolutely okay. the track Great. that I've it's I have on. been waiting for um, ever since we started the show. That's the one. So. Um, and then, uh, but there is one other song that I want to try and manifest only because we've got such a, such a packed house. Why not pack it a little bit further? But I won't mention what the song is unless we spin it. But Corey, how about you? What do you want to bring forth? Well, first of all, I love all your selections. Humans being, I love that song so much. And uh, uh, the dream is over from for unlawful is one of my favorite Van Halen deep cuts. That is such a great tune. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad I get to hear it every week, just in a little bit, whenever people downvote a song. So we don't hear it that often because Van Halen is so good. Uh, but mm. first, I want to talk about, uh, we had a fan reach out today by the name of Brad Gold. He's a Van Halen fan. Talked about loving the show. So I asked him, hey, we're recording tonight. What would you want to hear? And he said, well, I'm going to see the Chili Peppers tonight. So he really wants to hear Atomic Punk. So Ooh, that would nice. be his choice, which I would be totally right. down with as well. But I'm thinking more Van Halen too. Uh, I'm kind of in the mood for, for some Dave tonight. I'm thinking dance the night away. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Yeah, hell that's what I'm yeah. hoping for. <laughs> you know what, Dave? They were, they were going for uh, basically inspired by Go Your Own Way from Fleetwood Mac. Right. And they surpassed it. Originally called right. Dance Lolita Dance. Ooh, there we go. So <laughs> both, both Eric and I have, have called shots here. So uh, it's right. up to Mark and Kelsey here. Uh, hopefully this wheel will, will be friendly to one of you. What do you say? I'll give it a shuffle here. And Do Mark, it. when you're ready, give it a call. Shuffle it about and wait for Sammy to make his proclamation that we must do this now. Sammy, take it away. Here we go! Oh, we're going to get... Don't tell me what oh. love can do from Dallas. Tell me what love I can do. I actually love this song. <laughs> oh, hell yes. Eddie's guitar and Eddie's tone in this. Oh, my God. I can't hell wait. Oh, yeah. All you can see is serious now, okay? There's no, there's no <laughs> fix. There's no fix. There it is. So. We were that's very close. It's uh the other the other song I was manifesting did uh, does come from balance, but it wasn't this right. one. So, but we got we got close. We're getting closer, yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not mad at this. Uh, balance is really underrated to me. Yep, love Absolutely. the production. Bruce Fairbairn, the late great. That's right, the late great. Massive yeah, if song. you if you loved an album from the '80s, good chance that Bruce Fairbairn produced it, right? Like he did Bon Jovi, he did Aerosmith, uh, all the big ones uh, from the late '80s on. I always say, imagine this production on OU812. It'd be phenomenal, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Does so anyone Eric, have any uh, particular fond memories or uh, uh, sort of connections with this song? Um, I remember um, 
not too recently, but somewhat recently, I was dealing with a heartbreak and I put this song on. <laughs> and wow. just this, like, oh my God, just this, um, like I said, his tone and then just the, bah, bah, like just the, oh, just goes so hard. I love this song. Classic. I wonder who is dumb enough to break Kelsey's heart. <laughs> dumb enough to what? To break Kelsey's heart. Oh. That's a great question. <laughs> well, you certainly picked the right band. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. That, this is, uh, this isn't, I remember listening to this. I think it was at the fall of 95 that the single was released. And first impression was, wow, this is, this is Ed doing something simple here. Yet so effective. Just that. Dun, 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 and we'll listen. We'll, listen to that intro in just a bit but powerful and the lyrics were reflective of the time they were looking for some darker lyrics because we were in that grunge era and mm -hmm. sammy came up with some lyrics that were inspired by kurt cobain's suicide right and correct me if i'm wrong eric but the video for this doesn't it kind of isn't it kind of like a pseudo sequel to the can't stop loving you uh video uh yeah i guess you could say i wonder if it was i don't know if it was directed by the same person but you're right it had a similar feel to it i just remember those two kind of tying in together i'll have to look that up here while, yeah. the, while the song is playing yeah yeah surprisingly i mean the album did it was another number one album and it did really well but it was seen as a drop from the last because for unlawful carnal knowledge did so well right and um you know but it's hard in retrospect i mean i would never would have realized that the guys weren't getting along I mean, it, it just never picked up on it. And then you hear later that the instrumental on the album uh, was intended to have lyrics, but Sammy didn't show. And you're just like, wow, you know, because the album just kicks ass. And I, I, I remember being so excited the direction that they were going to go in, especially with Humans Being after that, which came in 96. It was like really looking forward to what they were going to do next. Sometimes but, you find the inspiration in frustration, I guess. Uh, that's, that seems to be the consensus here. Well, that was the idea. Is I did, and Dave used to say that the tension brings out that kind of music. Fair warning was the mm -hmm. example. You know, all right. of them are they're not getting along. Ed and Dave create a frustration with Eddie. And here you got the same type of deal. I mean, Eddie was not happy with, with Sammy's lyrics. And there was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. Manager at Leffler passed away. They got guys coming in new guy coming in ray daniels who uh managed rush and um that didn't work out and a lot of people blamed ray daniels for that but looking back he was saying that band was already on the way out by that time but, yeah but yeah I, I tell you off the one song off of balance that that i love that aftershock i love that's a great one. song mm -hmm. yep a lot of great tracks on this one. Can't Stop Loving You, like the big single. I, I, that's one of my favorite Sammy tracks from Van Halen. I love that yeah. song. As soon as I heard that on the radio, I'm like, hit. <laughs> Another hit. Was, <laughs> yeah. You know? And yeah. Not Enough was a song we did on the show here that uh, uh, pleasantly surprised. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not a fan of Not Enough. I, I, I don't mind. I mean, I'll listen to it, but not a... Uh, but it was not, I mean, Eddie was having fun with, you know, with what he was doing on that, with the piano and all that, but yeah. not my favorite from the album, but. Lyrically, um, it's pretty simple. I think I made the comment, had it been released in the late 80s, probably would have been a number one hit. I remember you said but, that, yep. Yeah. Yep. 
But uh, uh, yeah, so what do you say? Should we uh, get into this one? Let's do it. All right. Here's uh, Don't Tell Me What Love Can Do from Balance. <laughs> It's at this point I wish we did a video podcast because Kelsey immediately <laughs> puts her hand on her heart and leans back and just yeah. <laughs> you can that, tell how much she Oh loves my this gosh. Guy. That tone. Woo! Yep. Wonderful. It makes sense that this would be inspired by uh uh sort of that the grunge era and the feeling of of how people what the energy was like after Co- uh, Cobain's passing. It's like this the intro sounds like it might come from an album uh by one of those bands yep mm-hmm. it's so simple but so good it it hits so hard <laughs> <laughs> the brilliance of eddie man didn't need to play a hundred thousand notes he, he knows what he knows what's up he knows what a good song requires All right, we're getting dark with uh, Score Me Some Heroin there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, that, that changed from the the beginning, like that first um, few bars into this, like into the next section where like where you can hear Alex come in. Oh, my God. Woo! Yep. Really good. Yeah, man, that's got, it's just got an aggression to it. It's like a snarl to that sound. Just you're hits. Right. Yeah, you're right, Kelsey. The drums, man, when they kick in again, that's that production. I mean, Alex is mm-hmm. just massive yeah. on this on this album. Yeah. On that tour, he was great too, and he was hurting. Man, oh, yeah. he had that neck brace. And, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. but he, and we'll we'll probably mention again. But Bruce Fairburn, I thought, knocked it out of the park. Like he knows how to mm-hmm. produce Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if some of the songs aren't up to snuff, the production of this album is top notch. Yeah. Sorry, Eric, you're going to scratch your head, and I thought you wanted me to stop the track. Oh, no, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but those, those harmonies wonderful oh, oh my god enough about the harmonies <laughs> and, uh, yeah, don't don't get me started kelsey those yeah, we we, we wax poetic pretty good oh, about, uh, the, the harmonies, harmonies in this yeah. band oh, <laughs> oh my gosh sammy wanted it to be i want to show you what love can do and that's just so it, it it just speaks to the division between the sammy side and the Eddie side because they didn't want that and um and so yeah you change it it just yeah but it, it just it, it works it works but it's just so not sammy such a positive guy he's just yeah you know he's, <laughs> yeah he said the, the he said what was he said the, if, if you ever want to see he goes i'm a happy guy but if you ever want to see me pissed off it's because of david lee roth <laughs> when, he was on, <laughs> when he was on tour with dave he goes me and him like oil in water he goes you know i'm usually a happy dude but <laughs> isn't like, um isn't amsterdam on this album 
Yeah. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah, because I, I know I mentioned this last time, but um, when I read Eddie's book, he or not, I guess it was the biography, the eruption. Um, he said how much uh, Sammy was pissing him off with his lyrics during this yeah. during yeah. this era. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but you know, he you. never cared about that stuff before, not until then. That that mm -hmm. became an issue for him. But like he always used to say, I don't know what the hell they're talking. You know, he's like yeah. Dave and with Sammy. He's like, I'll just play. So things things were changing. You know, Eddie was just starting to take over. It was his band. He was starting to he yeah. was starting to become aware that like, hey, you know, because even Sammy said up until then, Sammy was pretty much in charge. I mean, he was handling things just the way Dave was back mm -hmm. in the day. But yeah, that was changing. It was Ed's band. That was the, is it right to take the easy way, close your eyes? Was that the uh, reference to uh, Kurt Cobain? I don't believe I know the the one um uh there's there's the uh, there's the one I can't tell you what's right for you and then uh I see the damage done I heard the shotgun is definitely oh, in yeah. reference to to Kurt. Um uh, but those might be Yeah, those well, might uh, be. Uh, again, just kind of surprising coming from a, a Sammy song that uh it, it's this dark, right? Like we went from Man on a Mission yeah to this like mm -hmm. polar opposites right yeah you see oh, he's, he's got yeah. uh he's got range in his in his lyrics he can uh he can go dark if he wants to yeah and, and listen to that voice man that just oh man exactly that, that, that sand sandpaper kind of scratch to it you know it's like rod it's stewart on steroids yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on the man on the mission comments they talked about the soaring chorus listen to the soaring chorus of this one mm -hmm. right it's oh it's phenomenal It's, I love what he's doing there with the symbols, oh. right? Like he, he always knows how to accents <laughs> Eddie's Goosebumps. solos perfectly. Taking that ride, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So good.
God, what a solo. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love Eddie, man. Me too. (laughs) Amazing. And to the guy who said Alex is irreplaceable in Van Halen, with all due respect, go fuck yourself. Yeah, (laughs) respectfully. (laughs) All due respect, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Respectfully. You ever seen a very cloudy day and uh, there's just a little bit of cracks. And so when the sun's right behind it, you can kind of see like little sunbeams show through. Yes. This solo sounds like sunbeams coming through, like like rock music from the gods just showering yes. the land. That that's what this solo sounded like. Uh, so if you ask me, hey, does this Eddie solo fit the song? Yeah, it does. Okay, like this. If if the song could be uh, uh just completely crappy for the rest of the time, this solo would entirely make up for it. Because wow, yeah, yeah, you know, oh it's, Mark, gosh. you say that it's interesting because I think about that with. With like the solo on humans being a little different in that right. um or the song overall in humans being it's almost like there's a thing about van halen where you get that dark side like you have here and mm-hmm. and this out uh, this song for the for straight through is is dark but then you have like humans being where you have that that chorus come in shine on shine on it's like a fucking rainbow bursting through the clouds you know right Oh man, that, I get, I get that the, has I, nothing I, to do with the fact that uh, the song is featured on a song about natural disasters. Right, right. Or, right. Uh, right. A, a movie, know, yeah, a movie yeah. about natural yeah. disasters, but uh, but it but, helps. But here, you're right though. It's like it's just like his his solos are songs within themselves. <laughs> yeah, you just, yeah. Yeah. No, nothing just gives me a charge like the sound of Eddie on guitar and his solos. Amazing. Nothing. Nothing. All right, where are we at now? He's getting back into the. Corey, right there. Now, let, I want to listen closely to this part because you can hear it sounds like we're hearing Mike and Ed in the background, but it's very low. Right. But I think it's just Mike and Ed in the background here. But it's low in the mix. It is, yeah. I'll, I'll back it up a little bit and we'll, we'll yeah, listen yeah. to that again. Yeah. Yep. It definitely low in the mix, right? And that's kind of surprising for a. But, a, mm-hmm. a it's yeah, it's surprisingly low. But is is it Ed and is it uh, Ed and Mike or is it just Mike? It's it's hard to to pick up on it. But there's something it, in there. It sounds like there's vocals there, but it's buried. It, it is buried. And is it maybe because Sammy is killing it? Like he, this yeah. is one of his stronger vocal efforts. Uh, yeah, in and, Van Halen, I think. And and his vocals on this album as a whole, you listen to. There's a little bit of, oh, Mark, you can speak to this more as a singer, but there's a little more of like, there's a little reverb, like in, if you're definitely with 5150, a little bit like an echo reverb type thing, but this is like a raw, uh, dry sound to it, like mm-hmm. in a good way, you know? There's yeah. not, um, you know, like it's something. It's not as spacey. It's not, not as spacey. Uh, yeah. yeah. Almost like, 
like in a uh, like on, on some of the vocals you could put like that little effect on it's like almost like in a small metal room type of sound or you can mm. have a, a nice big you know a grand big room sound but this is just like st- stripped down in a way um yeah he's not uh he's not we're not given the the sense that he's singing in like a grand hall with incredible acoustics it's more like uh it's very condensed it's very uh, condensed like, yeah like, not overproduced yeah, uh, yeah, not overproduced. Condensed in a good way. Like you're, he's in the moment, and he's not. He's not trying to overshadow uh, the instrumentalization or anything like that. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, um, like the amount of times I've screamed this in my car, it, it gives that vibe off that he's literally oh, yeah. just like very, like he's just screaming straight from his or like just shouting straight from his chest, and I'm like, which like. I was going to say how wonderful that part is. Cause you can just feel it. Like you can feel like with how hard the drums and how hard Eddie's hitting and just, it's like, dun, dun, dun. like oh, it's just, I mean, ooh. and that's yeah. why I'm saying like, I love, I love screaming that in my car. And I feel like that get, it gives off that kind of vibe that he's Hell just yeah. like, they're super tight, super yeah. tight by that point. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, you're, you're feeling something from Sammy there, the frustration that he had with the, with the band at that point, I think you're feeling it too, but it's, it's his voice is so powerful. It's like effortless when he gets, especially if he gets up to a high note, mm-hmm. it's just, it's like, it comes with such ease to him. Like he even says, he goes, I don't, I don't do anything, you know, I don't drink any magic potions or this, that, or the other. Although lately he said, he's been doing a few things here and there just to try to keep it strong. Cause he's 70. What is he going to be 75 in yeah. a couple of months? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's just like this effortless, way in which he sings these notes so yeah well i i love the yeah. comment about uh, vocals being overproduced because that's something bruce fairburn i think does really well is h- how he does vocals you look at some of his other albums like uh slippery wind wet or new jersey from bon jovi probably the best john bon jovi's ever sounded pump from aerosmith steven tyler sounds amazing on that album oh, even yeah. something like the razor's edge from acdc you know that's probably the best brian johnson's ever sounded like he really knows how to produce vocals Mm-hmm. yeah i forgot he did the razor's edge yeah yeah man that's a great album even some of the early like lover boy stuff you know obviously he's a canadian right he did like you know a couple of lover boy albums in the early 80s but mike yeah. reno another great vocalist but he really gets the most uh, out of those vocal tracks and he's doing it here with with sammy just it sounds phenomenal yeah So somebody came in on that. Oh, I heard the shotgun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of sounded like Eddie, but I, I don't know. What do you think, her? I was gonna say it didn't sound like Michael, so I'm not sure. Can you play was. it back again? Let's sure, I'll back it again. Let's let's listen to this one more time. Yeah, or or is it Sammy? doubling up on his vocals is he doing his own harmonies there did he do a lot of that he no no 
No, that it's, it's which is interesting. Dave does a lot of that now. And he does a right. really good job with that, especially on these new songs on the California sessions. Um, mm-hmm. But I, Sammy never would do that. That was what Ozzy always did his uh, own. Yeah, Ozzy, Ozzy always did always. that. Steven Tyler is another one who does his own harmonies, right? But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I know on Humans Being, uh, Eddie did the backing vocals. So Yeah, you can hear Humans Being. Oh, yeah, but you yeah, know I it's Eddie. You can tell it's Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's Sorry, Eric. Were you, were you cueing me to stop? No, I'm just. I'm sorry. My hand go. I'm just listening to Sammy do the high. <laughs> He's vibing. I gotta get. I gotta get better at reading people because everybody does a little something. I, and know, I think, yeah, oh, yeah. they want to say something. I, I'm Except almost like hallelujah. Like <laughs> yeah, I got the the, the hands. Hallelujah, that's Sammy. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm throwing you off, Carl. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, that was funny. Was, wasn't Greg doing that? Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I think Greg went up. Stop right there. <laughs> comes a really cool part and then alex right here oh i love that shit oh that's i'm sorry Corey. can you play that part just one more time i love that you can hear alex on the 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 bass pedal absolutely here we go oh man Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, don't tell know. me what love can do from balance, a really underrated album. And the, I go back to a comment we had last week where if you don't like this, you might as well just turn in your Van Halen fan club card. Cause yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's, it seems to me that there's a lot of tracks that I would feel like you need, if you t- downvoted this one, turn, just turn in your card, turn in your Van Halen card because yeah, well, the like, Sammy haters, you know, the, you the, know. the diehard Dave fans, Dave only fans, they'll, they'll shit That's all crazy. over it. I'm sure. <laughs> and the diehard Dave fans are missing so much great music. I know <laughs> <laughs> more for us. Yeah. I used That's to say my, that, man. Ugh. Yeah. I used to, I mean, there was a time there where I was listening to, to, to Van Halen, Dave Solo, uh, you know, Sammy Solo. I mean, it was like all of it was good to me, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, did you, have you guys, oh, that, there you Dave go, loved Dave. it. 
Dave loves it. Yeah. And Corey. I didn't even Corey, play that. That was Kelsey. <laughs> by the way, Corey, thank you for wearing your assless chaps today. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's that. my pleasure. My <laughs> pleasure. Um, have have uh, you guys have you guys heard the Japanese uh version of this album that has crossing over? Yes, we did crossing over. We, you did actually crossing. on one of the yeah, shows. We, yeah. we cover crossing over, yeah. What a great song. Unreal. Yeah, you hear you hear Alex's drums from 84 in one channel, Alex's yeah. drums from 95 in the other channel. Oh, it's phenomenal. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was that, that yeah, that was added on. That was after their manager Ed Leffler died in 93. Right. That song was for him. But you know what's crazy is that Bruce Fairbairn was 49 when he died. I know. I mean, he was a young guy. He died suddenly, too. Yeah. Yeah. But his, his discography is amazing. Like, he, starting with, say, Slippery With Slippery When Wet, Permanent Vacation, uh, New Jersey, Pump, uh, ACDC, The Razor's Edge, Poison, Flesh and Blood, ACDC ooh, Live, ooh. Get a Grip from Aerosmith. Ooh. Uh, yep. Jackal, Push Come to Shove, which uh, our friends at yeah. Pot of Thunder just did a, a Jackal <laughs> song. is phenomenal. Uh, talking about vocals, In Excess, Elegantly Wasted. Like, that's a great album from In Excess, a largely forgotten band. Yeah. By is he on that? Yeah, Fred he did, did that. that one. Yeah. Okay, and he did uh, Psycho Circus from Kiss. His last uh, album oh, wow. was oh, that's uh, right. his last album was Yes, the, the latter. Yeah. Fun in fact: that is the only Kiss circus. album I have ever owned. Really? <laughs> yeah, I just because I know. Well, like my dad was a huge Kiss fan, but like all of his albums were vinyl, and he got you know he got rid of his vinyl a long time ago so i never got to experience them that way um but i never just actively bought a kills album until psycho circus uh i don't ask me why i think it was just because at the time it was new and i was like kiss has a new album cool yep. hey i want to i'm gonna buy that album um <laughs> and i enjoy psycho circus for what it is it's, it's, it's not the greatest yeah, it's not the greatest the kiss album, but it's good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the void feel with from within like uh, uh yep. i mean just we could go on and on but that, uh, yeah uh, Fun fact. That is a good album. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Here and I am. Here I am. Uh, and the uh, only place together. Stanley from Kiss. <laughs> when I James used to sing, Simmons from um, when Kiss. I used to sing, I sang Psycho Circus. It was nice. like one of the first Kiss nice. songs that I sang, and it was really fun. <laughs> she was like, "Are you saying hello to me?" <laughs> maybe we can. Uh, maybe one of Kelsey's these doggies do. in the we'll uh, Kiss tribute. Oh, I would. Oh, Kiss. Woo! I love Kiss. Oh my God, huge Kiss. Mark, yeah, those yeah. those early albums during the the original four era. Oh, they're so mm -hmm. great. But Mark, if you're looking yeah. for a great Kiss album, try Revenge. Oh my oh, God, sure. that is my all-time favorite. Oh, <laughs> take it off is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, like, great song. Unholy, Unholy is mm. like my favorite Kiss track of all time. Um, what's the other one? Um. Oh, I just wanna. I just wanna. That's what it I is. just want is a great I one. I don't yeah. wanna romance mm -hmm. that one. Yeah, oh, such <laughs> yep. a beggar. Yeah. Tell you what, I was in Las Vegas. A few and Domino. Ago, I, Domino. Can't forget yeah. Domino. Yeah. When, <laughs> when I was in Vegas, I went to Kiss Mini Golf, and uh, I went and I requested nice. Rise to It from Hot in the Shade, and the guy oh. almost hugged me because he's like, all we ever get is <laughs> rock and roll all night, and uh, uh, I was made for loving you, baby. The only two songs anybody ever requests, and I said, play something from Hot in the Shade. He's yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> An actual Kiss fan came to play mini golf. Oh yeah. my god, I would have been like, play That's something awesome. off Unmasked. <laughs> yeah, Unmasked. I love it. I what love an underrated album. Girl. Yeah. Oh, 
my favorite shit my old car was shandy, shandy. Oh, man. kelsey's a true shandy. rocker um i tell you yeah, yeah. i tell you i'm no poser anton fig is doing drums on that album which was that's right the david letterman david letter david letterman band drummer if I can he did a lot yeah. of kiss stuff um, yeah. yeah yeah he did yeah. he did i think I think I don't know they never they never offered him the job to take over for Peter. I think it was kind of understood like he he wasn't wasn't interested in it, but that would have been cool if he did. I remember thinking, man, Peter sounds great on a mask. <laughs> you know, like the, yeah, the same with creatures area, of right? the night. Oh, wow, yeah. Ace sounds really good on. This. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and going Vincent, back to Psycho Vincent, Circus, by the they way, played is... together on one song, right? Oh yeah. Uh, who, who are we talking on Psycho Circus? Who on played together? Psycho Circus. The four of them only played together oh. on one track. Right, right. I, well, I think maybe to was it in, into the void and, and I think it's uh, just into the void. Guys, we should okay. do a kiss podcast. Oh, probably. <laughs> I could have. If only that. I, I yeah. It's like uh, it's that's amazing that it doesn't yeah. exist. It it does. Oh, it does exist. That's right. <laughs> Shout out to kiss Pot podcast Thunder. out there. Pot of Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Pot of Thunder is amazing. Shout it out Loudcast is a good one too. Yep. Shout out Loudcast. Yeah. Three sides of the coin. Yeah, three sides that. of the coin. Yeah, you you ever hear you ever you ever watch Three Sides of the Coin? No, that's yeah. so cool. Hell what yeah. a great song though, Two Sides of the yeah. Coin. <laughs> now, as much as we love, gross. as much as we love, the, as much as we love, we got to get though, back you know, on top of it. Yeah. We got to. We went off on a tangent. Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, go here come the haters. Which, which I warned you. I know. I, here they come. But you guys uh, had we, a great episode until you start talking about fucking kiss. Very well then. We just covered. Uh, uh, we just covered a great Van Halen track, oh, I think. Yeah. Don't tell me uh, what what I want. Uh, uh, but the question is, and I have to ask, I'll start with uh, you, Eric. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Would you say that this song is what dreams are made of or is the dream over and I should just, I shouldn't tell you about it? Do you have to ask? I mean, Mike. Uh, yes, I have to Yeah, absolutely, man. There, there isn't. I can't think of anything that I can even criticize uh, on this track. Really, I mean, it's, it's a, uh, it's kind of bittersweet because it was just like, let's go, what's next? You know, waiting yeah. for the next album would have been, you know, usually on Van Halen time in the '90s. It probably would have, you know, we would have gotten. Well, we we did get one in '98, Van Halen three, but yeah. it would have been. But I tell you what, and Eric, you might be able to shed some light on this. We might get another Sammy and Eddie track. Might get another what? Sammy Eddie collaboration. I read an article on the Van Halen news desk. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. Sammy says that Eddie came to him in a dream to write a new song. <laughs> Love. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like something Eddie would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He came to him in a. He said. He said there was a bunch of people in the room and Eddie came walking in with his guitar and he started playing a lick for him. And next morning, Sammy wakes up and writes lyrics about the whole experience, finishes the song. And um, he's, he said he's, they didn't do it in time to put it on their upcoming album, which I think the, Sammy's new album comes out next week with the circle. Uh, mm -hmm. Crazy yeah, times. But uh, he said, he said, and his quote was, I will probably donate the money the proceeds from the single to charity and i really hope he does because if he doesn't he's, yeah, awesome. he's gonna hear it 
you know, because then he's, <laughs> oh, you know, he's just doing. I mean, you could read the comments on VHND, Corey, if you want, but yeah, he's just doing it for the attention or for the money. And I believe what he experienced is what he experienced. And hundred uh, percent, yeah. He he, you know, we'll see. I'm interested in hearing what the, the song is called. Uh, thank you. Yes. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Well, th thank you, Eric, for for your thoughts on that. Uh, to no one's surprise, he uh, that is what dreams are made of for him. But Kelsey, do you agree that? Don't tell me what love can do is what dreams are made of, or should we all just shut our mouths because the dream is over for you? You know what? Actually, <laughs> I'm definitely going to go play this in my car and after we're done. <laughs> right? I know. That's what it does. I can't remember. Long. I can't remember the first time I heard this song, but it was like very early in my Van Halen obsession. And I, it like, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is amazing. This is unlike anything I've heard from them. And so, yeah, no, this, this song has a very special place in my heart. When did you become a fan? Um, the first, so actually funny story, the first time I heard, like, I remember hearing Van Halen, um, my mom, we were listening to 94.7 FM <laughs> and Panama came on and my mom like turned it all the way up and she was like, I fucking love this. Song. Uh -huh, nice. <laughs> and so that was like the first time that like, I really like that I recognized Van Halen, but when I really started getting into them was like early 2018. So I That's was like, so cool, man. I was That's... 17. I was 17 going on 18. That is cool. Yeah. 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 You, you hope that there are, more, there are more fans that, uh, that this band gets as the years go on. If I have anything to do with it. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All, all the, all the young people promote the show, get, get the word out in case you weren't aware of, uh, or if your friends are not aware of Van Halen, you might uh, yeah. be pleasantly. Oh, surprised. all my friends are. <laughs> cool. Of course they are You're doing it right. And uh, my friend, Corey, what say you, sir, is this song, what dreams are made of, or for you, is it just, uh, did Eddie just not come to you in a dream because the dream is over? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love this song. I was so happy when we spun this. Uh, I know we, we all listed like great songs and nobody's even thinking balance. But when this came up, I'm like, this is such a great mirror image to last week. Like I like man on a mission, but lyrically, you know, it's not Sammy's strongest vocally. He's okay on that. He is killing it on this song, like lyrically and vocally. 100%. This is Sammy Hagar at his absolute best. And the band, mm -hmm. super strong. I, I love both solos we got out of this. I love the mix. I'm a huge fan of Bruce Fairbairn. I thought he got the best out of this band. A band in turmoil at this point. Like, they're, you know, they were so at odds recording balance, and they produce such great music. And this is such an underrated album for me. This is absolutely what, what dreams are made of. This may be top five Sammy Hagar, Van Hagar, if you will, uh, for me. I love this song. Oh, I'm sorry. I was on mute. Eddie Trunk loves this song. He yep. loves, yeah, he's talked about this song. He loves this song. All right, Mark, you are up. What do you say, sir?
Yeah, I don't have a lot of extra feedback other than what's been provided. Uh, I'll just say yeah, I think this is absolutely an underappreciated song from an underrated album. Um, I did not know the backstory of the of the content of the song, which uh, kind of hits really, really hard and uh, makes me appreciate it all the more. And look, you can uh, hate on Sammy all you want out there, all you uh, naysayers of Sammy, and you can talk about his lyrics all you want. But look, at least in these lyrics, he is making a point to tell you uh, uh, he, he's there's a specific subject in mind. And he's letting you know what that subject is. And he's not shy to let you know what it's about. And I don't know. I just appreciate it. I appreciate that there was a little bit, because it's inspired uh, by what some may call the death of the grunge era, there's a little nod to the grunge era in the intro. I love that. And I, what more could I possibly say about that solo? I mean, a lot for a lot of Van Halen songs, that solo can just make the song that's good seem just absolutely great. I think this is one of those. I think this was a good song, just absolutely torpedo to greatness because of that uh, solo, among many things. And also, kudos to Alex Van Halen. Uh, I, I get more and more impressed every single every single week that we do this show, and I'm like paying so much more attention to what he's doing. It's it's so great. I really enjoy this song. So I hope you, the audience, enjoyed it too. And if you didn't, I, I, then I don't know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't, fuck it. No. <laughs> I, I found an interesting quote, though. Uh, Chuck Klosterman of Vulture.com ranked uh, this song the 67th best Van Halen song, calling it the best song off the worst Van Halen album that isn't Van Halen 3. Wow. Uh, Damn. I'll throw the, yeah. 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 I, mm, it's like it's shade, but it's also somewhat complimentary but so it's like back shade uh which i i don't know how i feel about that comment <laughs> yeah do you remember i'm trying to remember what was the number what did he put for the very last i think he put why can't this be love as the worst van halen song did he? i think yeah i think he that's did the worst van halen song I, in his I list i believe <laughs> hold on i got it right here yeah right in front of me that's hold insane on. Yeah, I, I think he knew that was going to get some people pissed off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he had eruption at one. Yeah, uh, clickbait. Uh, I mean, you know, he knew it was going to. I mean, Chuck Lawson is a great writer, like a very, very good writer. Really knows his stuff, and uh, but he'll 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 tell it like it is, and he's not afraid to get, he's not afraid to afraid to ruffle some feathers. Okay. Uh, where the hell is I'm looking? Oh yeah, why can't why can't this be love? One hundred and thirty-one, wow. and he writes. Just so we're clear, this is not the single worst Van Halen song to listen to. I won't jump out of a moving vehicle if it comes on the radio. But why can't this be love? Was the first single released off fifty-one fifty, and that was the worst decision the band ever made. If they'd open with "Get Up" or "Summer Nights," the collective view of post Roth VH would likely be quite different. Introducing the Hagar era with a cold mid-tempo keyboard-based love song installed the belief that Van Halen was moving away from high-octane fiesta rock and toward responsible AOR maturity. <laughs> I, I mean, agree with that. that. that isn't, that's an interesting take. Okay, I, I'm glad he elaborated on that, but uh, I, I don't know if I 100% agree with it personally, but I, but I understand where he's coming from making that uh, that statement. So... Uh, you know, 
it is what it yeah, is. Yes. Yeah, he so he's putting it there for a reason. He's basically saying that, you know, it uh <laughs> it it basically set the uh it set up the next era, which was not going to be what we were listening to from yeah. the Dave era. Dave era had so, attitude, you know. He's not yeah. judging the song on its merits then. He's judging yeah. on it the fact that it was the first single, which yeah. maybe isn't fair. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He had tattoo at 130. <laughs> really? Jeez. How many like, say I? 127. Oh wow. And see, like, why can't this be love? Isn't even the worst song on that album. Inside is on no. the album for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, having having listened to and analyzing uh uh how many say I, I can in good conscience recall any <laughs> or I can't give any other Van Halen song the worst song, the title. Uh, if this uh, is the same list I'm thinking of, then he ranked black and blue pretty low. And that's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, let's see. Black I mean, and blue. Yeah, I think this is the seven he put it at. I think he was like it inspired a movie or it inspired something because some I don't remember the story, but it's like some crazy story. <laughs> what oh what inspired Sammy to write the lyrics, you mean? Or no, it was um this is going to be wild to just claim, but I'm pretty sure I read this, that um, a teacher, there was like a teacher-student relationship and it inspired, and like the teacher used that song to make uh, the student kill her husband. Yeah, here's what Klosterman writes. In 1990, New Hampshire high school employee Pamela Smart used this plotting OU812 track to sexually seduce a 15-year-old male student, later convincing the teen to murder her husband. That sentence is not a music review, but it tells you almost everything you need to know. <laughs> uh, I love Black and Blue, too. That's a great I love that song, but that is, song. that is wild. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I'm going to defend the music of How Many Say I. Can't defend Eddie's vocals. The music is <laughs> oh. no. Well, you, you're a very yeah. sweet man, Eric. Yeah, I, I think the music is We love beautiful. you, Eddie. There you go. And, and I'm, a... I'm glad Eddie did it, because, hey, you know what? It's he certainly not the, right. the worst. Yeah, yeah. It's certainly not the worst piece of music I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. That's so don't don't get it twisted. But uh, just as as far as the Van Halen catalog goes, it is. Ooh, it's mm. that one's way, way, way down there. It's been yeah, so long anyway. since I've even listened to that song. I'm like scared to listen to it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then d if you're scared to listen to it, then definitely don't listen to our episode where we break <laughs> that one down because oh boy, it is. Well, I remember so seeing that one and I was like. Mm. <laughs> and I, I thought yeah, I, I, I thought I, I skirted that one like oh thank God because I was on the next episode and then you you right. asked me what do you think of it I was like but anywho that's that's uh that's that's the show that's how we do it and then we we did it with uh, our all star August guest Eric Sinich Kelsey Van Halen so uh, on behalf of Corey and myself thank you both for being on the show yet again you're returned you are returners uh so thank you very much it's always a pleasure having you guys thanks so much for having me kelsey great to meet you yeah it was good to meet you too i'm i'm when uh i can't remember who suggested it but when he suggested it i was like hell yeah i will totally join this will be awesome yeah this yeah. was a blast guys let great. the uh let the people know where you guys uh, are on the social media if you want them to follow and what's going on in your world Kelsey, you go. You're you're up first. 
Um, well, pretty much all my social media is Kelsey Van Halen. So, <laughs> so wherever y'all want to find me, that's where I'll be at. Cool. VHND.com. Of course, that's the, the place to go to, to, uh, stay up on what's going on in the world of Van Halen, of course, with Sammy and Mike with the circle and who knows what's next for Dave and, uh, <laughs> And at vanhalenstore.com, of course, get your merchandise there and bookedonrock.com. Uh, check out my podcast if you get a chance. Uh, Corey is a faithful listener. Thank you, sir. Bookedonrock.com uh, just put up this week. There's an episode on uh, author Lisa Torum who wrote a book on Billy Joel. Uh, fun episode. And God, I'm up to 80 episodes now, Corey. Can you believe that? That's amazing. We've only done 42 yeah. of these and you're up to 80. That's great cranking them out so having a lot of fun with it and got some uh, good stuff coming up we got uh, an author of a book on cheap trick uh, brian yeah brian j cramp um but yeah check it out bookdownrock.com it's all right there so um give it a listen we got we got like three or four different van halen related interviews on there that's right yeah so, right legitimately on. one of my favorite podcasts i know you just did one with uh on uh, an author who did a book on phil collins in the 80s that uh, I've yeah. been obsessed with that. I love that show. And uh, you can find me following Kelsey on Twitter, living a much better life than I'm leading. Uh, she's a, she's a must follow on Twitter. I, we all love Kelsey and hopefully we can get her back on the show talking Van Halen. It's always a great time. And Good. I'm you glad you guys me. enjoy my Twitter. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. I gotta, I, I was, yeah, I gotta, I, I'm not, uh, I gotta get on that too. There you go. Absolutely, Corey, where can yeah. they find you? Where can they find the show? Uh, they can find me listening to Booked on Rock. I love that show. They can find me listening yeah. to uh, the Sean Geek podcast, who suggested uh, this little matchup with Eric and Kelsey, and it panned out. It was one of our best shows, I think. Uh, and they yeah. can find me uh, doing too many fucking podcasts. I do one on uh, <laughs> on movie music, Backtrack Steam Music, where we're talking about everything uh, movie music. Uh, I do one on Aerosmith called Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited, where we're trying to compile the ultimate Aerosmith mixtape. Uh, and you can find me, uh, you know, hanging out with Mark every once in a while, talking Van Halen. www.podcast will rock, where you can catch up on uh, old episodes. You can get some merch that I'm uh, supporting here tonight. And um, uh, at podcast will rock on Twitter. Let us know what you think of the show. And, uh, you know, we're going to be getting back to getting some uh, Van Halen fans back on the show starting in the fall here. So if you'd like to be on the show, uh, shoot us a tweet and let us know. Absolutely. And you can find me at Mark the Bat on Twitter and Instagram, usually tweeting about nonsense, but every once in a while I tweet about something awesome. Be on the lookout this coming Labor Day weekend. Uh, if you're in the States, uh, Dragon Con is among us and I'll be there. So maybe I'll dress up. Maybe I'll be hanging with some celebs. You never know, but be on the lookout on my social medias for that. I might even run into a rock sorrow too. The dreams can come true if you just believe uh and we believe in the power of dreams and van halen dreams specifically that is what dreams are made of that is why we do the show we are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later ah!